0: Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update for the 21st of September, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Spring is finally here and price increases are in full bloom. Argentina experienced a whopping 12% surge in monthly inflation in August the highest jump since 1991 this increase was largely attributed to the currency devaluation following a surprising primary election outcome economists foresee double digit inflation persisting in september potentially pushing the country towards recession despite this inflationary shock the central bank is expected to maintain its key interest rate anticipating a slowdown in price rises later in the year speaking of projections the government filed the 2024 budget on Friday, the 15th, featuring forecasts of 70% inflation, an official exchange rate of 600 pesos to the U.S. dollar, and a 2.7 GDP growth. However, nobody expects it to be treated before the elections. Both Economy Minister Sergio Massa and Deputy Javier Milei requested to postpone the discussion of the 2024 budget bill until after the election, which is not uncommon in Argentina. Representatives from both sides, including Speaker of the Lower House Cecilia Moreau, and ruling coalition deputy Carlos Heller, will convene to explore potential common ground. The government plans to maintain a stable exchange rate until the 15th of November, and then return to the crawling peg regime. You may recall a few episodes ago, we mentioned that Sergio Massa had unveiled a variety of economic benefits for different groups, including a payment of 60,000 pesos, some $80 at the parallel exchange rate, for private sector workers. Well, keep in mind that if you live in an apartment building, the condominium fees will go up as the building supers will receive that bonus. The costs of the bonus payments won't be covered by companies' Social Security contributions because condominiums aren't classified as businesses, but rather as non-profit legal entities managing building expenses, so the cost should be covered by either owners or tenants. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, is predicting the country will experience the deepest recession among G20 nations this year and the next one. According to the OECD's latest report, Argentina's GDP is expected to shrink by 2% in 2023 and 1% in 2024. The global economy, on the other hand, is set to grow by 3% in 2023, with the United States leading the way with a 2.2 growth rate. In other news, A significant political shift was seen in the Chaco province, where the main opposition coalition, Together for Change, or Juntos por el Cambio, secured a major victory, ending 16 years of Kirchnerite rule in the province. Leandro Estero, the Juntos por el Cambio candidate, emerged as the new governor with 46% of the vote, defeating incumbent Jorge Capitanich. The victory is seen as a boost for the opposition and presidential candidate Patricia Bullrich. Kapitanich's defeat comes after months of political turmoil, including the presumed femicide of Cecilia Strzezowski, a 28-year-old woman which damaged his re-election prospects. On that note about election prospects, Javier Millet's interview with Tucker Carlson smashed records with over 300 million views in 24 hours, becoming the most-watched video on X, formerly Twitter. The conversation covered various topics, including socialism, Pope Francis, and inflation. Millet reiterated his stance not to engage in business with any communist countries, including China and Russia. He also expressed his opposition to abortion and called it a murder. Speaking of high-profile meetings, President Fernandez met with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the U.S. Congresswoman in New York, where he is attending the 78th U.N. General Assembly. The meeting followed Ocasio-Cortez's denunciation of an alleged corruption scheme involving a top U.S. Supreme Court justice and a billionaire U.S. investor tied to Argentine debt due to his leadership of the vulture holdout funds. Argentina was in a prolonged legal battle with them over a multi-billion dollar debt. The exchange occurred at the Argentine consulate, and Fernandez expressed his agreement with Ocasio-Cortez's criticism of the corruption scheme, even comparing it to what happened at Lago Escondido, another issue involving judges, prosecutors, and other significant figures in Argentina. Fernández also talked about various legal disputes involving vulture holdout funds and expressed his concern over recent rulings against Argentina, particularly related to the nationalization of state energy firm Ipe Also related to the topic of rulings, Argentina's Vice President Cristina Fernández de Kirchner received bad news on Monday the 18th. When the country's top criminal court decided to revisit her legal troubles, they revoked the previous rulings from 2021 that had let her off the hook in two major cases. One of these cases involves allegations of corruption and money laundering linked to hotels owned by her family during her time as president. The other case is tied to a controversial memorandum with Iran, also during her government. Now it looks like these cases will go to trial though there's likely to be more legal wrangling before that happens. Cristina has been facing various corruption charges recently and says the courts are unfairly targeting her. Moving on, the Mar del Plata Energy Cluster, an organization focused on promoting and developing the energy sector in the coastal city, predicts that the first offshore hydrocarbon well in the north basin of the Argentine Sea could attract investments totaling $40 billion, and employ around 125,000 workers over the next 30 years. The drilling, set to start between December 2023 and June 2024, has already begun preparations at the Mar del Plata port, and studies indicate that the offshore potential in this region could surpass that of the Vaca Muerta shale gas deposit. However, meeting the projected timeline is a challenge, as the process that starts with exploration permits and ends with the production commitment typically takes 8 to 10 years. Meanwhile, Argentina is gearing up to become a major world exporter of natural gas, with a focus on increasing exports as production rises in Vaca Muerta. Energy Secretary Flavia Rochon announced that the first goal is to halt gas imports by 2024 and 2025 except during periods of high demand, particularly in winter. In the meantime, MASA is actively negotiating to enhance the country's energy infrastructure and exports. These negotiations include plans to transport gas from Vaca Muerta to the Argentine North and discussions with Bolivia to utilize existing infrastructure to send gas to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Additionally, the inauguration of the Vaca Muerta Northern Pipeline is set to increase crude oil exports to Chile. These efforts are part of a broader strategy to improve Argentina's energy balance and reduce energy imports, potentially leading to an energy surplus for the first time since 2010. Speaking of foreign affairs, the Federal Court of Appeals in Buenos Aires ruled to remove a foreigner from the list of urgent heart transplant recipients since the Peruvian patient lacked permanent residency in Argentina, a requirement stipulated by law. A recent event could have influenced the removal as an Argentine national was denied medical treatment and subsequently died in Bolivia due to a stab wound. This triggered an outpouring of public outrage on social media, as Argentina's healthcare system has a reputation for providing equal care to patients of all nationalities. In other news, UNESCO recognized the ex ESMA Navy Mechanics School in Buenos Aires as a National Heritage Site. The site was a notorious clandestine detention, torture, and extermination center. During Argentina's last military dictatorship, here's more exciting recognition to lift your spirits. The Latin Grammys nominations just dropped, and both Argentina and Colombia are taking center stage. Argentina's Bizarrap and Maria Becerro are making waves, with Bizarrap crushing it with six nominations, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year for his collaboration with Shakira. The Latin Grammys. Are changing things up this year by taking the show to Seville, Spain, and it's all going down on the 16th of November. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Before we leave, we wanted to thank everyone who has been listening to us and welcome all the new subscribers. We are happy the Rorschach Argentina community is growing. However, We are also sad because we had to cancel our update about Venezuela due to a lack of audience and revenue. So please, if you enjoy the Rorschach Argentina update, share it with your friends or on social media or message us if you have any ideas on how to keep us growing without including ads. Also, if you are feeling super generous today, you can financially support us with a link in the show notes. Nos vemos la próxima semana.